Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, October 11th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Evmos community call. Let's take a listen. All righty. Welcome, everyone, to one of the strongest interchain community calls out there. Uh, we've got a very special call lined up for you today. As always, with you, your host uh, on the Evmos official account um we've got a pretty beefy agenda as always since we switched over to uh doing a call every two weeks as opposed to every week uh the items that we need to read out pretty stack up pretty well uh, so what's on the agenda for today uh the first thing we're going to go over is uh talking about some IBC issues that occurred over the past two weeks, just keeping you folks informed about that. Then we're gonna do our usual governance roundup. After that, we'll give you all some uh, Ledger and Kepler updates. In addition to talking about some new features coming to the Evmos chain itself. Following that, we'll be talking about uh, Proposal 64 and what that means for uh, kickstarting DeFi on Evmos via liquidity mining incentives. And then we'll do a recap of some of the events that we've seen uh, in earlier months and some of the uh, events that are coming in uh, later months before the end of this year. Finally, we'll do a short recap on uh, the hobby hackathon that recently concluded and the winners of which were recently announced. All right, so without further ado, we also have a few members of the audience who are also going to be coming up and speaking. Uh, so please raise your hands if that's you. Um, at the end of the call, if we have time, we do a Q&A section. Uh, so if you're an audience member who has a question for any of the speakers on stage, please feel free to raise your hand at that point and we'll bring you up on stage and answer your question live. Now, if you are a little shy, you don't like talking live before uh, an audience, what you can do is you can go to the Discord, uh, discord.gg slash evmos and uh, go to the community Q&A channel there uh, and ask your question. And that'll be read out as well and answered live if we have time. All right, so that's discord.gg slash Evmos in the community Q&A channel. All righty. So first item on our agenda is IBC issues. Now, what is this about? Over the past few days, you may have noticed that IBC transfers were disabled on the Evmos dashboard. This is app.evmos.org. Now, the reason for this is because the uh, clawback recently happened. So if you recall, the uh, rect drop, which is the Evmos airdrop, has been running since April. and uh, more recently, uh, the decay has started and has been slowly clawing back people's tokens into the community pool um, as we reach the end of the uh, airdrop period. Now, once the end of the airdrop period hit at the end of September, 
all of the remaining tokens that were unclaimed were clawed back into the community pool, uh, which uh, added uh, a ton of tokens to the community pool. And the community pool now sits at about a hundred, over a little over a hundred million tokens for the communities to spend on impactful initiatives, um, which is super exciting. And I'm going to circle back to this when we're talking about Proposal 64 um, and Proposal 67. But we're talking about the IBC issue that may have affected you uh, as users right now. And what ended up happening is, unfortunately, uh, some accounts were also mistakenly clawed back from. Uh, and their tokens went into the community pool as well. Um, and so some examples of this are, in this case, the IBC module account, which is where all of the uh, transferred IBC tokens are escrowed. And so you can imagine that uh, it was incredibly difficult for uh, folks, for some folks to uh, transfer their tokens back to Evmos, uh, since the tokens from the IBC module account on Evmos were missing. Um, and so to remediate this, a proposal was passed to recover the tokens from the community pool and put them back into the uh, IBC module account us restoring IBC functionality fully. All right, so that's what happened and that's how it was resolved. If anyone has any questions on this, uh, feel free to ask, but uh, uh, you may or may not know, but IBC transfers have been re-enabled on the dashboard uh, as of yesterday. And so you can continue, uh, you know, operating those uh, your IBC transfers as normal. So the whole thing began and ended in about the span of, of five to six days. Luckily enough, damage was mitigated. All right, so that concludes sort of the, the error issue reporting uh, item. We're gonna move on to the governance roundup. Now, before I get into it, uh, you may or may not have seen, but uh, Commonwealth recently posted some key metrics uh, that they're tracking on user activity. And it turns out that the Evmos community is the one of the top communities using the platform. If you're not aware, Commonwealth is uh, a forum platform used for community governance. It's one of the main ones. Osmosis uses it too. And essentially, Evmos is number two on the activity list, um, second only to uh, Ethereum. So by activity, Evmos has quite a, a, a proactive uh, governance space. So there are very active discussions uh, that occur on, on Commonwealth and this is all, of course, for the purpose of uh, this, you know, agreeing on the outcome of a certain proposal prior to it being posted on chain. Right. Uh, so again, that's commonwealth.im/evmos. If you're curious enough to take a look and join the discussions that happen there, uh, I see many audience members uh, here today who actually participate in. Uh, these governance discussions. Uh, so shout out to you folks. So yeah, beyond this, beyond just you know being the one of the most proactive communities on Commonwealth, what have what have the community been discussing recently? Well, to answer that question, you only need to look at the recent uh, proposals. For example, proposals number sixty-eight and 65 that propose to white label uh, USK, which is Kujira's stablecoin, in addition to uh, staked Atom uh, in proposal 65, um, which uh, whitelists uh, both of those assets to for uh, usage in Evmos DeFi. So in case you're not aware, uh, IBC coins need to be 
whitelisted by governance in order to be convertible into ERC-20 tokens uh, for use in Evmos uh, smart contracts. So, you know, these teams pushed for the whitelisting of these, uh, of these conversions so that the Evmos community can use the tokens in dApps, uh, specifically in DeFi. So for example, in order to create uh, liquidity pools, lending markets, et cetera, for these assets. Uh, once again, that's uh, USK, Kajira Stablecoin and Proposal 68, and Staked Atom, ST Atom, and Proposal 65. Another interesting proposal that I want to point out is proposal number 67, which uh, is by the Kinesis team and proposes 99K Evmos tokens in incentives for certain bridged stable uh, asset pools. So Kinesis itself, you may recall, is an OG uh, stable swap, uh, one of the first apps to deploy on Evmos. And they requested this small amount of uh, tokens, 99,000, uh, in order to experiment with incentivizing a few of the pools um, of bridged stable coins on Kinesis. Uh, if things go well, I'm sure we can expect larger incentives coming Kinesis's way uh, in the future. And uh, I'll circle back again to this uh, once we talk about uh, proposal number 64. Lastly, now you won't see this on chain, but again, if you go to commonwealth.im GG, there's this very interesting discussion I wanted to point out, which is token swaps. That's right, the community that uh, operates sort of the Evmos DAO uh, that has a large say in how the community pool is spent is considering token swaps with other L1s, not just Cosmos L1s, but L1s more broadly, right? Uh, your input is, is highly valuable here into what token swaps you'd like to see uh, the Evmos DAO engage in and what you think would bring the most impact to the community, right? As well as what the token swaps are gonna be used for, you know? For example, if uh, Evmos and Osmosis, let's say, do a token swap of uh, 1 million Evmos tokens at whatever conversion rate is agreed on, um, what is the use case there? You know, how are those Osmosis tokens best used by the Evmos community? And how does the Evmos community prefer for Osmosis to leverage the Evmos tokens that they're receiving, right? All of these questions and more are being discussed in that discussion. Highly recommend you check it out on the Commonwealth forums. All right. So that's it for our governance roundup. I'm gonna move into our next sections, um, which cover uh, updates to uh, wallet integrations more generally, but with a specific focus on uh, Ledger and Kepler uh, updates, in addition to talking about a few new features we have uh, that's being cooked up. All right. And I do see Kinesis in the audience here. Kinesis, if you want to come up here and say a few words about uh, your proposal number 67, please raise your hand and we'll bring you up. All right. So while we wait for, for that, um, and go ahead and also invite a few new speakers up. Um, and so we can talk about some uh, wallet integrations updates. So uh, for a long time, one of our most requested features is uh, integration between uh, Ledger and Kepler. And I'm very happy to report that that work is finally seeing uh, the end of the light at the end of the tunnel. Very soon, users will be able to use their ledgers with Kepler. Obviously, uh, one of the most popular wallets in the Cosmos ecosystem by usage numbers. Um, and so we're highly motivated to push that work forward. Um, again, this isn't 
something that the Evmos team has full control over, but we've been in communication with the Kepler team to get this over the finish line. In addition to that, uh, enabling uh, ledger integration with the Evmos CLI uh, is also forthcoming. Again, when, when I refer to Ledger, this is all done through the Ledger's Ethereum app, in case you're curious. Um, but it means that you'll be able to, to use uh, Ledger for all uh, Evmos functionality. Um, in addition to that, through the CLI. In addition to that, I think one of the most important updates here is to understand that uh, uh, EVM signing for software keys is already available in Kepler. However, it hasn't been highly advertised. You may or may not know this already. The main feature coming is being able to add ERC20 tokens to Kepler and have them be displayed alongside all of your IBC tokens. And that's something that uh, our engineers at the Evmos core development team have been working on diligently to get you folks uh, the ability to, to use. So very soon you'll be able, just like in MetaMask, you'll be able to take advantage of ERC-20 uh, transfers right from your Kepler wallet. And you'll be able to use uh, DeFi dApps built on Evmos and other Ethermint chains, hopefully in the future, um, right there in your Kepler wallet without needing to do things like exporting your keys, for example, to other wallets or transferring all your tokens from Kepler into, into a different wallet like MetaMask, right? So Kepler will have first class EVM support very, very soon. So look forward to that. Beyond this, uh, so what new features are coming to Evmos? Uh, I think the main one on the horizon is automatic uh, conversions of your IBC tokens into ERC-20 tokens. So right now, a major UX flaw is that there's an additional step in the user flow in order to use uh, IBC tokens in Evmos DeFi, right? If you are the owner of Osmosis tokens, for example, of some Osmo, and you bring those to Evmos, you need to manually convert those Osmo tokens into ERC-20 representations of those same Osmo tokens. Uh, in the coming Evmos upgrades, uh, those conversions will happen automatically. So you'll IBC your Osmo tokens over to Evmos, um, and they will automatically be converted into ERC-20 tokens for you to use um, right out of the gate. Uh, and then a similar flow will happen uh, for you know, withdrawing your Osmo tokens uh, from Evmos. You won't need to do this manual conversion between two representations. Just IBCing them in and IBCing them out should automatically convert them in the backend. All right. Another feature that we've spoken about in the past, of course, is liquid staking. Liquid staking is coming to Evmos, uh, not in the upcoming release, but hopefully in the releases that follow. Um, and we'll have more information as well as ETAs for all of the features that I just mentioned uh, out in tweets in, in, in the following weeks. So uh, if you're wondering about things like exact feature sets, timelines, et cetera, all of those will be disclosed uh, in due time, you know, just uh, you know, hit that follow button if you haven't already, um, and look out for updates from the official Evmos account. Now uh, we get to the uh, the big update here that everyone's been waiting for, uh, and I know that Diffusion is is in the audience, so. Uh, you know, if you want to talk about this diffusion team, feel free to come up here. Um, but of course, I'm referring to proposal number 64, which I mentioned I would circle back on, uh, on from previous sections. So proposal number 64 
which started off as a discussion on Commonwealth called Kickstarting DeFi on Evmos, uh, proposes uh, a ton of tokens in liquidity mining incentives for select uh, diffusion pools. And of course, this would, uh, you know, provide uh, liquid liquidity providers with the uh, liquidity necessary to uh, to you know lower slippage um, and motivate them to to add more uh, liquidity to their pools. Now I'm still waiting for diffusion to come up here. Uh, not sure what the holdup is, but yeah, really they would be the best folks to talk about this proposal. What I'm excited about is uh, that it's a huge experiment of uh, basically community-driven incentives. Um, you know, these incentives don't necessarily come from the foundation like we're used to with other L1s. The community came together to formulate this proposal uh, in the first place. Uh, decided on all the numbers, the timelines, etc. And as was done with uh, a similar proposal for external osmosis pool incentives. Uh, and we saw the external osmosis pool incentives be very, very successful in that regard in boosting the TVL of the pool, uh, of the Evmos pool on osmosis. And in fact, making it one of the most popular pools for an extended period of time uh, on that chain. Right. So hopefully we'll see a similar effect, uh, or at least that's the community's hope, uh, with, with these diffusion pools that are being incentivized. Um, what's also exciting is that if this experiment is successful, it'll be uh, sort of a paving stone. Uh, it'll be one of the first steps for uh, the community to sort of understand how uh, incentives can be leveraged more broadly. There's also been discussions of frameworks um, to incentivize other dApps that may want to seek, uh, seek this kind of funding, right? So a uh, big shout out to the Diffusion team for pioneering uh, these incentives. Um, the Evmos core development team will be monitoring uh, you know, how this goes for pulling some key learnings away to understand you know, sort of what the community's needs are, any roadblocks they encounter, um, et cetera, in order for, you know, on the development side, make sure things go as smoothly as possible. We'll also be monitoring uh, usage metrics uh, in order to, to do things like measure load across uh, all of the load balancing infrastructure, et cetera. So uh, hopefully we're prepared for, for what may come. All right, so that is proposal number 64. And really I see proposal number 64 as what inspired proposal number 67 from Kinesis, right? Proposal number 64 demonstrated that it was possible. And so Kinesis also gave it a try and was successful in, in you know, getting their incentive proposal funded. And hopefully, uh, you know, many more uh, dApps will be incentivized to, uh, uh, to do the same in the near future. Very cool. So invites are open for both Kinesis and Diffusion so far. Uh, if either one of those teams wants to come up, happy to host you. All righty. So, um, beyond talking about proposal number 64, I'm also excited to recap some of the events that have taken place over uh, the past few weeks. So, obviously, uh, Cosmoverse ended, and if you missed, uh, Federico's talk, one of the most co-founders talk there. Highly recommend you check it out. It was recorded, obviously. Um, if you're a native Spanish speaker, you can watch uh, the uh, talk that Fede gave in 
native Spanish. Um, otherwise, you can watch the translated uh, version in English. Um, in addition to that, um, I believe uh, one of our team members, Liam, gave a talk at DEF CON in Bogota recently. If uh, you're there or if uh, you know you attended, please let us know what you thought. But otherwise, recordings of that should be up soon as well. Uh, in the future, and, and by the way, the, uh, the talk, again, was sponsored by the Evmos Community Pool, uh, as always. Um, there have been uh, an insane number of events that have been sponsored by the Evmos Community through the community pool, and I hope to uh, have that continue to be the case. Uh, we always ask organizers uh, of the events that are funded by the community pool to you know, write up some sort of memo to the community to let them know how it went, what the impact was, et cetera, so that uh, you know, future organizers can justify uh, future funding. Uh, right from the community pool, because we think it's strictly a good thing that, that the Evmos community continue to fund these events. Um, as for uh, upcoming uh, talks or events, we have another community pool sponsored event, the Covalent 1 million uh, wallets hackathon that's coming up. More details on that soon. I know the Covalent team is setting up the hackathon site later this week. Um, and they'll be able to give more info about it probably at the next community call. So again, uh, shout out to everyone who voted to fund these events. Uh, the impact is huge. Uh, the Evmos team uh, always tries to attend any community pool sponsored event so that we can evangelize uh, Evmos and, and connect with uh, uh, any attendees there. Now I see that uh, Diffusion has finally joined. Uh, what's up, Diffusion? Hey, friends, all good. How are you? Good, good. I'm sure the audience is doing well as well. Um, I'm guessing you're here to talk about Proposal 64. Yes, exactly. Um, so first of all, you know, on behalf of the entire team, um, we'd, we'd like to thank everyone for their support, all the validators, but also all the individual um, delegators and voters. It's been it's been a bumpy ride. Everyone knows that. I mean, everyone who's been who's been around from the beginning uh, saw the ups and downs. And you know, one of our goals was to simply simply just like not give up and stick around and and keep going. And now with uh, proposal 64 and finally incentives kicking in you know we, we recently hit 1 million on tvl again it's, it seems like a so small milestone but uh, and we've been at six seven million before but after everything that happened we're actually super happy where um with that achievement and everything and yeah so basically you know things were just a little bit delayed because of the ibc issue but right now um the status is basically all the pairs exist on Diffusion, and we're basically one click away from deploying the farms. However, we will wait just a little bit more because um, in order to be eligible for the incentives, you basically need to uh, bridge certain assets over, and not all the components in the ecosystem are ready yet. So we're just waiting for a few more days for like all the front ends and all the UIs in the ecosystem to be ready. and. Once that is the case, um, we will activate the farms with uh, the rewards and people can start providing liquidity and start farming. So yeah, again, thanks everyone who, who stuck with us and yeah, excited we're still here. Super, thanks, thanks for the update, Fusion. Um, would you mind, I held off on giving any sort of exact details on the proposal in case you had some insight to add there. Do you happen to know would you be able to, you know, recap what pools are being uh, funded with the incentives, what the predicted APRs are, that sort of thing? Any sort of details or sneak peeks that the the, the audience can uh, latch on to? Um, that is all in the proposal. Um, 
And you know, regarding APIs, I probably won't be able to give an exact prediction since APIs uh, will vary based on the on the daily uh, average price. But in general, um, I can talk a little bit about the farms that will be incentivized. Um, actually, let me let me pull up the proposal so I can give um, as exact numbers as possible. That's probably going to take just a few seconds, and then I'll be ready to to give some more specific numbers. But I mean, we're definitely looking at a few days from now to activate everything. Um, yeah, the wait has been has been long enough as always. And right now, I'm just pulling up the proposal. There's there's so much going on in the in the governance section, which is a good thing. So I need to scroll a little bit down. But here I have it. Okay, so here we go. So basically, there are a couple different categories. There's major stable coins and minor. Fifty percent of the incentives will be distributed to major, which will be the pairs Atmos and Atom, um, Atmos and Wrap Ether, and Atmos and Wrap BTC. For Wrap Ether, it will be the Axelar and Seller representations. And for wrap BTC, it will be Axelar, Gravity Bridge, and Seller. So this is kind of the, the main category that will be incentivized. In terms of stablecoins, um, there will be a split between uh, Atmos USDC Axelar, Atmos USDC Seller, as well as Atmos USDT Gravity and Atmos Die Gravity Bridge. 35% of the incentives will go to the stablecoin category. And then there's also like a minor category to which 15% of the incentives will go. And that will be the pairs Avmos Osmo, Avmos Juno, and Avmos Diffusion. Now, just to maybe give people a rough um, guideline on, on how, to, how to bridge those funds. So whenever it is an IBC or Cosmos asset, such as Adam or Osmo or Juno, People basically um, need to transfer the native asset, for example, Atom, from the main chain, which in this case is Cosmos Hub, to Atmos via the IBC channel. If you don't know the IBC channel, just go to MintScan, Atmos, and then check the relayers. Usually both channels are outlined there. Um, use Kepler, create a new connection with the channel um, that you need to use, and then you can send funds um, to your Atmos address. And once you do that, you can actually go to the Atmos dashboard that we all, all know and love. And in the asset section there, you can um, um, convert the assets. I, I believe there's actually some convenience there that uh, triggers the IBC connection there directly as well. Nick, you can, um, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I've never used it actually. I always do the IBC connections myself, but I believe that there might be some convenience in the, in the, in the Atmos content there as well. Totally, totally. No, everything you said is accurate. Yeah, and, and then basically, you know, if, if there's an asset you're interested in providing liquidity for, um, it's pretty common um, um, DEX style. Basically, just go to the pool. Um, there's a pool finder on the website, uh, and then you just basically go to either import pool or add liquidity. You select your two assets, assets that you want to provide liquidity for, and then you just go ahead and provide liquidity. And then in the farm section, there will be the farms that will be eligible for incentives. So after you provide liquidity, you can basically stake your, or let's say lock your LP tokens in the, in the farms and start earning rewards. So that all will be activated in the next couple of days. The pairs exist today already. I suggest for people that want to try it out to actually like go through the flow with small amounts already because you know it's not rocket science, but it's also not the most trivial thing in the world. So it takes a couple minutes to, to go through the flow end to end. Um, so probably it's, it's a good idea to just try it out with small amounts and then when we finally activate incentives and people are interested, they can, they can join in. You know, the whole idea here why we're doing this is to bootstrap liquidity on Atmos. So hopefully you will see, um, yeah, much more liquidity, which is basically the basis for any other DeFi application on top. Super. 
Thank you, Diffusion. That's a that, that was a, a great update. I, I also I also just want to thank um, the app Mostal and LPX because this proposal was actually not a Diffusion initiative. It was it was led and coordinated and run by the app Mostal people. And again, like we're super happy um, that Diffusion was selected as kind of the first the first text. And yeah, basically grateful for that and hopefully like super excited to see more proposals from the Atmos style and curious where this journey I will go. Same here. Same here. I think the Atmos DAO is open for business as far as um, as far as any developers out there who think that uh, liquidity mining incentives might benefit them. Um, just to note that the Evmos DAO is actually a separate entity from the Evmos core development team. It's 100% community run and operated um, with, uh, I'm sure you're familiar, LPX has been uh, spearheading uh, a, lot of, a lot of the efforts there. One of uh, tweets is actually quote tweeted and I've pinned it in uh, this uh, Twitter space. So uh, I think you might be able to find it. It's the Commonwealth. If you go to the Commonwealth um, quote tweet that's pinned to this uh, Twitter space, you can check out uh, some of LPX's work in, in tracking governance and whatnot. Um, and so a lot of their effort has gone towards helping proposers, uh, you know, get their proposals on chain and pushing for certain initiatives like Diffusion just mentioned, uh, these liquidity mining incentives, right? That paved the way for future programs as well. So again, yeah, a big thanks from, from uh, my side as well uh, to the Evmos DAO governance workstream. Cool. Um, so uh, thanks again, Diffusion, for coming up and giving that update. Uh, prior to that, we were talking about events. And uh, you know, saving the best for last, I'd be uh, remiss not to uh, uh, mention the conclusion of the Huobi Hackathon recently uh, with over 170 submissions to the Hackathon and over, I think it was 860 participants uh, in the Hackathon itself. We sure got a lot of great submissions. Um, we had a, a, a great community of judges who worked hard through uh, the week and weekends to, to make sure that the final selection of uh, submissions was, was of an acceptable quality. And in the end, uh, uh, you know, each judge fought tooth and nail to narrow down the list of uh, winners. Uh, across five different categories uh, with, with one grand prize winner. And I, I have here, uh, Hobi Incubator has come up on stage. Uh, they are, you know, the primary organizers for the event. Uh, and, and yeah, Hobi Incubator, welcome. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself and maybe give a recap of, of how the hackathon went uh, and what you thought of, of the final winners that were selected? Hi, thank you for inviting me. Um, I'm Jenny. I'm the senior operating manager at Huobi Incubator. Uh, it has been a really exciting ride in the last two months. We started out our project collection on July 18th and it ended on September 20th. And we have actually 865 participants joined it across 74 countries. And uh, in the final, we have received 174, uh, 172 project submissions. So uh, just like you have said that we, we, uh, we actually announced the winner uh, yesterday. And um, in the post about like in the Twitter space, you can see uh, our winner announcement. Um, so let me just go through uh, our prize winners generally. Um, so the grand prize winner is Elmo Staking House. Uh, it is a leverage staking service solely for Elmo's holders. And um, why it is the grand prize 
because this project stood out for their ability to bring together multiple DeFi primitives and execute it end-to-end on the application. And it have gathered all the abilities um, from MMOs to this project. Um, so it is really um, a fascinating project design. Uh, we also have uh, 12 track winners and two EVM migration winners. So uh, for the Metaverse NFT and GameFi track, um, it is win by Rumble by Orbital Apes and Orbit Market V2 and also Omnisi. For the infrastructure track, uh, the best infrastructure, it's won by Admos Tracker. The second is Parachute Drop, and the third is PY Admos. For the Web3 track, uh, the best is So Network. The second place is Neo Kingdom DAO, and third is XDAO. For our DeFi track, um, the best DeFi winner is RBSwap. The second is Liquidation Protector. And third is SpiceFi. So for the EVM migration price, uh, we have two honorable mentions. One is Quora Pro- Protocol, and the second is TokenQL. You guys can find all their detailed information uh, on our uh, medium post and uh, dev post page. Um, I also like to mention that um, this hackathon is it's successful can be successful cannot be that this successful without all your help. Um, it has achieved outstanding conversion rate of thirty seven point seven. It is 5% higher than a similar hackathon. And uh, we have 32 uh, judges and uh, mentorship supporters um, throughout this entire period. And we have a total of 15 uh, developer workshop, track discussions, marketing guide, and more. Uh, guidelines throughout this hackathon event, and you guys can find these all in Evmo's YouTube channel, uh, Huobi Incubator Twitter account, and Medium account. Yes, uh, really special thanks to the Evmo's team and Evmo's community for making this possible. Thanks, Jenny. Appreciate the update there, and I think we're gonna probably do uh, another call dedicated to the uh, the winners here and all of the honorable mention teams to, to get them in front of the audience and get them sharing some updates on, you know, how they feel about the win or the shout out uh, and, and where they want to go from there. Um, so yeah, hopefully we can dedicate uh, a spotlight to them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's the dedicated Twitter space, it's hosted by Crypto Cito. Um, It should be this Wednesday, so stay tuned. All right, yeah, we'll put out some updates on that soon. Uh, thanks again uh, to the Huobi uh, Incubator account, to Jenny for coming up and, and doing that update. Uh, and I actually think that's it for our agenda for today. Um, that was pretty much everything I personally wanted to get through. And we can open the floor up to some Q&A. I know there's a few people in the Discord who uh, who have some questions. I know that uh, Lordana in the audience here is asking a question. Um, I'm going to take the time to, to shout out everybody in the audience who consistently shows up to uh, to these uh, to these events, I see uh, I see zero zero x Nixon in the audience. I see Cube Labs, a dedicated validator in the audience. Uh, 
Mashak Klis, I always see you around. Uh, shout out to Legion Nodes, who also I see in the Governance Council. Um, let's see who else around here. Alexei from AM Solutions, shout out to you too. Um, a lot of new faces here, I have to say. Very impressed. Validatrium, of course. Igor, if that's you, shout out to you as well. Uh, J.O. Gabulahan, welcome, man. Uh, Bora, great to see you. And of course, oh, I see, I see Pulsar Finance, Tenderman Timmy, Stakely, another dedicated validator. And Soul Network, one of the one of the winners. Welcome. And finally, A Node, uh, and Cosmos Spaces. Shout out to you all. Now I have up here Loredana uh, from the Laurel Project. Uh, Loredana, welcome. Do you want to introduce yourself and, and maybe ask your question? Hi all. Um, I am Loredana from the Laurel Project, which is a volunteer-based project. We are so funded and contribute to select projects in. Uh, the Web3 space like Evmos and Tigrade. I have personally contributed to the Ethermint and Evmos code bases, and we run the Evmos for Volunteers Validator. Uh, I wanted to let you know that the proposal for Kava, which is a funding request for Ethermint past development efforts, was posted today on the Kava chain. It is proposal number 101. And right now, um, it, it was in the uh, deposit phase. And thank you to those who contributed in the interest of the Evmos community, according to what was voted in Proposal 62 on the Evmos chain. And we will watch together what will happen next. That's it. No, no other uh, questions. Thanks, Lordana. Yeah, this initiative is particularly exciting as an example of, of cross-chain or interchain governance. Uh, you know, one chain's community lobbying a different chain's community. Uh, so, uh, yeah, thanks for letting the community know about this effort. Um, all right. So, now, I know, I know some folks in the audience reacted with uh, sad emojis. Uh, <laughs> For missing the data, uh, I know SpaceFi, Orbital Apes, and Kinesis are always up front. They're in the first row of the audience here. I don't know if how Twitter uh, generally uh, generally orders these things, uh, but I thought it'd be good to mention some some lesser known folks since since you three are pretty much always in every community call, uh, and and we appreciate that, of course. Um, I just wanted to, to make sure that was clear. Um, now, uh, switching over to the Discord, there are some questions there as well. Um, uh, Luis Ka from Osmage Validation asks, will the next upgrade include the ledger fix for Kepler? So the next upgrade will include some changes to uh, the Evmos binary. Um, but there are some changes to the Kepler side that need to be pushed. Um, and that really depends on uh, Kepler's development timelines. Can't comment there, but it should be, you know, soon. Now that the ball has gotten started, um, you can, you can uh, tr track that work. It's all, you know, it all happens in open source repositories. Uh, and the Kepler wallet, of course, is open source. So you can just check for open PRs to, to track how that work is going. Um, so Timmy uh, asks, when Kepler support for diffusion? Uh, I'm guessing here you mean you're referring to the uh, ERC20 token support, uh, and that should also be soon. Um, the PR itself on the Evmos side is ready. So Evmos uh, actually writes a lot of the code that goes into Kepler uh, for EVM and Ethermint support. Um, and it's up to Kepler to sort of give us feedback and, and refactor that. And uh, we work very closely with them. And they've been really great at, at the turnaround times on this. Uh, really appreciate all the hard work they're putting in on the reviews and the feedback they give us. Uh, and so, yeah, it'll be a, small, a short back and forth before 
the PR emerged. But then again, I encourage you to follow along on the public GitHub repo. I think we also started a public Kanban that maybe we can tweet out and share so that you can track all of the disparate issues across the multiple repos. So there are changes to the Evmos repo, but then again, also changes to the Kepler repo as well, the Kepler wallet repo. Uh, and the timeline is you know, within a few weeks, hopefully. So uh, it won't be, it's not a blocker exactly for proposal number 64 for the incentives going out. Um, the incentives will certainly go out prior to this work being ready, but hopefully we can line it up so that uh, the uh, Kepler ERC-20 integration is out long before the incentives end, right? So I think uh, the incentives are slated for a period of 90 days. And if we're talking about uh, wallet, uh, Kepler wallet support being ready way, way sooner than that in the order of magnitude of weeks, uh, you know, Kepler users should have access to those incentives still. Um, so yeah, hopefully Machek, that also answers your question from Nick. Um, and uh, so 3LI asks, will the community wallet see any use apart from funding new projects? So this is, I'm guessing the community pool. Will the community pool see any use besides funding new projects? Well, I think the answer there is yes. Um, I've already mentioned that the community is discussing potential token swaps with other L1s. Um, uh, in the past, uh, community pool funds have also, beyond just funding projects, have also been used to fund things like integrations, have been used to fund, like we're talking, discussing here, uh, incentives to specific, uh, to specific LPs um, to boost liquidity on, on Evmos. Uh, so there are multiple use cases there. And as we move forward in time and as governance and the community get used to using governance, um, the number of use cases will only grow. I mean, again, just to remind everyone, there are over a hundred million tokens sitting in the community pool ready for the community to leverage uh, to have impact on Evmos. Uh, and so uh, I think it's very important for the community to take a proactive stance here um, in how these funds are used. Uh, so the real por favor asks, uh, I missed a lot of the call. Is anything said about Ledger Kepler support for Evmos? Uh, don't worry if you missed the call. This call is recorded. You can go back and listen to it. And yes, near the middle of the call, I talked about updates with uh, Ledger Plus Kepler support, Evmos, and that is forthcoming uh, very, very soon. Um, we need to wait for two things. One is an upgrade of the Evmos network, and the other is uh, the Kepler team needs to merge to open PRs in order for that to happen. But luckily, uh, you know, you know, now you know that work is being done. Uh, 3LI posts a follow-up. Um, they say, thanks for the quick reply, maybe a bit more specific this time. Is the idea of an additional airdrop or a mechanism to reduce selling pressure of stakers being discussed? Um, so there hasn't been a discussion of an airdrop in the community for a while. Uh, and I'm not sure what you mean by reduced selling pressure of stakers. Um, but um, yeah, look look to the Commonwealth uh, forums for, for what's being discussed and what's not being discussed. And if you see that there's a gap there that's not being discussed, that's your opportunity to shine. Uh, feel free to chime in. Uh, anyone can contribute to the discussion and are highly encouraged actually to contribute to this discussion. Um, uh, and have your your voice heard. Also, 3LI, I see that you're you're a member in Discord, so shout out to you for taking the initiative to to post in community Q and A. Really enjoy seeing new members uh, do that. And uh, finally, the last question here is Soy Two Studio asks, uh, when missing airdrop tokens? So there are potentially any number of things that soy Two studio here could be referring to uh, near the beginning of the airdrop phase. 
there were a few users who uh, either missed out on the airdrop or had their airdrop tokens locked. Um, and so now that the airdrop has ended, the team can take the proper steps to remediate this, uh, this issue. Um, this is in conjunction with other efforts that have been ongoing for a long time, like the uh, Olympus Mons testnet rewards that are also uh, you know, forthcoming. And so, yes, um, this is being worked on Soy2 Studio uh, and uh, we'll have more updates out to those affected. If you are part of, there is a, a group chat with all of the victims of this quote unquote, you know, victims of this, uh, of this issue. Um, if you're not part of that group chat um, and are not receiving updates, um, then uh, please let me know. All right. Okay. And I'm afraid that's all we can cover for today. As always, uh, a packed, uh, uh, a packed community call. Oh, one last question that slipped in here. Uh, is Igor for Validatrium asks, is there a Discord channel for community contributions? And the answer is, of course, yes. If you go to the hyperspace workshop uh, category, contributors is a channel there. Yes, thank you, Lordana. Uh, she's responded. Uh, and Soy2 Studio, you're asking which group chat. Uh, I'll have the mods add you to the group chat shortly. All right, folks. Thank you everyone and uh, have a good rest of your week. I'll catch all of you in two weeks. Take care, love you all. Thanks to our speakers again, Diffusion and Huobi Incubator. Take care and goodbye. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Evmos Community Call recorded on Tuesday, October 11th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Now, if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Digging in the dirt, trying to find the treasure. Learning how to mix this business with pleasure. I'm kicking a lecture, spitting conjecture. High as a bird while I'm flipping the gesture. Living like a jester, infesting these extras. Dissecting a mess, an eagle looking headstrong. If infinitesimal, the spit in his next world. And if you don't agree, well then I'm afraid you're dead wrong. So leave the mess hall and clean your plates up. I can't believe the rest of y'all feed on makeup. Bereavement breakup to rearrange your wake up. Big ol' bloody mess like a scene from Braveheart. Driving race cars. To beat the fate, it's hard to meet your maker when the features ain't marked. Trying to slide underneath the paywall. I'm afraid this motherfucker's gone AWOL. You had best unfuck yourself, or I will unscrew your head and kick down your neck! Sir, yes, sir! Private Joker, why did you join my beloved goal? Sir, to kill, sir! No, you're a killer! Sir, yes, sir! Let me see your war face! Sir! You got a war face? on the earth trying to mine some headspace give a little gift like I'm lifted dead weights the risk of resting kicks the nest egg square in the nuts y'all feeling testy three swept in no need of resting the least depressing so sweet but messy I need the best day to keep professing and hope my body doesn't leave behind a red stain pouring out little liquor for the dead states while the rest wait and bleed domestic no means to gestate breeds the best cake beauty on the back of the queen she just ate so take a little dive down a K-hole while I flip the B-roll right into A-roll and make the payroll go a little further. Replace the merger with the tainted version.